Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey guys, it's Garcelle Beauvais and welcome to my podcast, Going to Bed with Garcelle. Grab a cocktail and get ready for some grown and sexy conversations with me and some of my closest friends. We're talking sex, life, relationships, did I say sex, and everything in between. Tonight, I'm going to bed with the realest women I know. I'm talking about my fabulous co-hosts on The Real, Adrian Houghton and Jeannie Mai Jenkins. Oh, yes. hey! Yes. Get that name out. Get it right. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Ladies, I welcome to it. Going to Bed with Garcelle. I am so excited and honored that you took the time to be here of for course. me. Um, yeah. What is your drink of choice today? Well, let's start with you, Adrian. You know, I've got a little something here. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This here is a Seagram's Escape <laughs> Jamaican me. Uh, what is it called? Jamaican me happy. happy. <laughs> that right there. Jamaican me happy and some champagne. The reason why we're cracking up, we just finished shooting the reel and we had to do a Seagram's Escape. This was my prop. Integration. <laughs> so she's using her prop, people. Yes, she is. Listen. <laughs> I don't Girl. let alcohol go to waste, okay? I At love all. it. Uh, Jeannie, what's your drink of choice tonight? Well, I'm actually, I'm sipping on the same Kool-Aid as um, Adrian. <laughs> Y'all are mess. You know, I think we get paid a little more than that. <laughs> I put the same drink left over <laughs> because I didn't, I know. I'm buying it. Yeah. Hey, but there's alcohol in it and we're all powers, ladies. So yes, to going to bed with Garcelle. Ooh, okay. Yes. I'm having a beer. I, I switched it up. So there you go. We're ready. <laughs> we keep it real. Adrian today, we were all a little, we were struggling a little bit. I can say that for myself in terms of like Ooh. tired. I know Jeannie and I didn't sleep well last so night. So tired. When you look like you were about to take a nap, I was wondering if you were going to show up on the podcast because I'm like, yeah. is she pregnant? So when you said you had alcohol, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're on Not our way, people. We're I on. Believe we're it. In, but we're, we're enjoying for it. Yes. Thank you. We are so enjoying the process of making a baby, but Good. also being being realistic about the help that we also need. So we're doing everything that we can. I and love that. um it's been quite a journey, and I love that you and I have talked about it offline, kind of the fertility journey. And I feel like once I get to that place where I'm, like, comfortable about, like, really discussing it, yeah. I definitely will share yeah. my story. Perfect. But I feel like right now when we're still in, like, the thick of it, so to speak, yeah. you know? No, and you kind of want to yeah, stay, I agree. stay in I a agree. positive, hopeful yeah. space. 
Everybody doesn't need to be all up in your game room for something so intimate. I actually heard somebody say, you know, not everyone needs a front row to your story. Yeah. And I was like, so that's good. so true. Right? So true. That's so, so true. We're going to jump right in, you guys. Um, have you ever faked an orgasm? Oh, for sure. <laughs> when said, I was oh, younger, sure. when I was younger, for sure. Now that I'm grown, I think you get to a certain age where you're like, this is not helpful. Like, right? this does nothing but make the person think they're doing something amazing and it's not amazing. Right? Versus Although it like, is really fun to manifest some wild, like, animal kingdom type sounds because if you're going to fake it, you <laughs> might as well make kingdom. it really worth hearing. You know what I mean? Like, you better make Throw it. Throw the head back, clutch the nails into the back, like, oh, my God, it's messing up. Oh, oh, oh. You know, like, just, <laughs> is your husband in the house? Yeah, I'm like, that man's going to be like, what is happening in this other room? Oh, yeah, exactly. Being married to Jeannie Mai, you know yes. that there's going to be all sorts of sounds and actions coming from oh, all parts of the world. You know, sure. you're not surprised absolutely, anymore. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> sure. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to jump in. Jeannie Mai, because I know you're a little bit of a freak, uh, there's a thing called sex <laughs> art. Bit. Ooh, tell me about sex it. Art. I heard so about this. Sex art is a thing that it, it, it comes in a kit. So you get paint, you oh. get a tarp, you get yes. um, brushes, and what you do is you have sex on this tarp in the paint, mm -hmm. and you create this a most amazing art, and then you get it framed and you put it on your wall. Would you yeah. guys do that? We were doing nice. it last night. The tarp is right there. <laughs> See the art? No, I'm 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 dead ass serious. Shut up. No, Jeannie. <laughs> She's like, uh huh. Wait. Wait, did wait, where's the art then? I want to see what kind of Yeah, what y'all do? What kind of crazy ass art um, do y'all create? No, that's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. But I know about this. And the original before it was this thing, you know, you guys know where it was invented? No. Yeah. It actually started in Burning Man. That was invented in Burning Man, which is Well, like, everybody was high. Yeah. Well, <laughs> y you know, but this was like 20 years ago I learned of of sex art, but it wasn't called that. It was just like it was just like vibing. It was just like a big messy exploration of humanity and souls and tantra and like the whole Ooh. thing. So but multiple people or just couples? It can be either or and above. Yes. All it can be all events. If you need a really large art piece, it has to be a really large groupy situation. Like a, like <laughs> an orgy situation. Can if you, you need really big art. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I actually remember seeing something like this. In Sex in the City, I feel like Samantha participated in something like this oh, in one of the sex. Yeah. You would know because you remember every episode of Sex in the City. Yeah. My oh my god, show. that was the best show ever. You know what? Yeah. As an actor, we can all relate to this. I I kind of felt bad for Kim Cattrall because I felt like every week there was somebody new that she had to kiss or lay in bed I with. Know. I was just like, oh my god, as an actor, that's got to be hard or really fun, depending on where you are. Right. Right? Uh, you know what's wild? Do any of us notice that they showed everyone else's nipples except for Sarah Jessica Parker? I've I seen Cynthia that. Nixon's nipples. I've seen Chris. I remember like, I've seen all oh, yeah, great I mean, great breast people. Yes. Um, but we've never seen Sarah Jessica Parker's. It must have been that her might contract. Be in her contract. That, it must have been in her contract. And yes. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. But tell me God. if this is if this is true, Garcelle. When you're acting it's kind of your, it's, it's your, it's your alter ego. It's your escape. You get to get, you yes. get 
to get away with these things because yes. it, it's for the job. It's for the acting. Like you don't, you, am All I right or no? Work. All in a day's work, right. honey. I'm really not attracted to him. And yet you get to go and have body makeup so you look even better, yeah. you know, than you normally oh, yes. would. And you get to have fun and it's all like, you know, for fun, for work. Exactly. For work. It's all work. Sounds like As, a good time to me. <laughs> it's a good time. Now you you and uh all three of us have something in common that we were, you know, we're all from different backgrounds, yeah. Puerto Rican, Vietnamese, Haitian. Growing yeah. up, was sex something that was talked about in your home? No. Mine either. Not at all. How'd like, you find not out at about all. sex then? So I actually got to move out of my parents' house when I was 15. So <laughs> that was that kind of worked out pretty well. And obviously being around other teenage girls, right? conversations come up. You figure, like, honestly, Sex in the City was a huge part of that. And maybe that's why it's such, such a show that's, like, so nostalgic to me and one of mm -hmm. my favorites. Mm -hmm. But I remember being introduced to the show Sex in the City and being like, oh, my gosh, like, what is this? And that came out when I was, like, 16, 17. Oh, and um, that's kind of how I figured out. But honestly, I also figured out a lot of it from in New York City, Channel 35 used to be a channel that just had like porn on it after a certain time. What? Yeah. Not cable, but like what not kind anything. of porn? Honest, honest. There Soft was this porn? show called Robin Bird Chicks with Dicks. Yeah, correct. It was podcast. It's so much more cozy over here. Yeah, you yeah. can say that here. Yeah. Really? That, and like, like people would come out and have like full breasts and then like sausage in the middle. And I, and, and I'm like a kid and I'd be like, what the heck is this? So it was I, like, wow. I used to call it the discovery channel. Cause I was discovering all kinds of stuff. Wow. Now yeah. when you left home for 15, it's because of the cheetah girls, right? No, it was actually three LW. The first girl. Oh, that I was that's in. right. Yeah. And that was when I was 15. Um, and I just remember, like, obviously, you hang out with other teenagers, and that's, like, your fascination at that age. You're like, totally. oh, my gosh, have you kissed a boy? Have you made out with a boy? What have you done? And then I ended up having boyfriends by a really young age, and the exploration continued, and I figured <laughs> it out. I thought I had already had sex by the time I was, like, 15 or 16, mm -hmm. and then somebody told me that it ha actually has to go in, uh, and I didn't know that part. Yes. Yes. That, that, he was that chilling part. in the parking lot. He was just idle. He was just idle. I'm like, I'm like we're, we're dry humping naked. I thought that's all it took. I'm like, we've done it. Fantastic. It does confuse you because sometimes I remember back then when boys were younger, there was pre-ejaculation. That could cause a whole mess that you get confused. Remember how yeah. scared you would get to make sure that oh that never God. got near the canal so that, you know... You wouldn't risk pregnancy. I remember about so that. Many things. You didn't totally. know. You didn't know if he went all the way in that that would pop your chair. Like all those myths. So or crazy. how much it hurt the first time. Yeah. I thought I was run over by a truck. <laughs> guys, guys. Yeah. I am so sorry. While I understand and I get that it's like beautiful and spiritual. Uh, trust me, I totally understand that and I believe in it. And I, wow, just so much credit to those who wait until marriage. Mm -hmm. But I don't think anyone really properly explains, like, this is not going to be the experience no. you think on your yes, wedding night. Exactly. No. no one tells you that. And I don't think anyone tells the man that while they think they're getting this, I mean, and it is, I get it on a spiritual level. Guys, let's take the spirituality out of this. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. But yo, on a sexual level, 
Do not intend on walling out on your wedding night. You no. you lucky if you get uh, if you get three pumps, three thrusts in. She is going to be crawling backwards on her elbows. It is not it is not what they think, and I think so many of them end up being wildly disappointed. Right. Uh, but you know why that like, is, though? I married a virgin. Right. And then it's like, what just happened? Yeah. What were you going to say, Jimmy? I think most of most people's first experience in sex is not enjoyable because everybody hypes up sex. Everybody hypes up intercourse. Everybody hypes up how big the dog is or how tight you are or all these other physicals. Yeah. But what really makes you hot, moist, wet, bothered, and turned on is really intimacy. But no kids are learning this. No No kids are learning learning this connection. No no kids are learning chemistry. No kids are learning like what does a what does a person do that turns you on and mentally stimulates you to a point that you start to you start to actually play out your fantasies in a slow erotic way with each other? No, right. yeah. you just think that's hot. Right, and that's actually, all we that's all they know. That's, that's all we know. Right, and, it's it's and that's why the majority of people's experiences never it's never it's not it. It never lives up to it. What did Mama Mai tell you about sex? Nothing. Nothing. She, Mama Mai. Guys, the whole reason why this this beautiful face here, Jeannie Mai Jenkins, the only reason why she made it here is because the woman didn't know how to put on the condom and messed up by putting it on backwards on my dad. So the thing ripped and tore from her nails and she still managed to use it. And so this whole story scared her so much that she ended up warning me that I should never, ever, 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 ever have sex. She made up so many lies. She told me that the butterfly, it closed. If you, if you have any sex before 30, she told me so many things that I was afraid of having sex, but my ratchet ass at 15 couldn't wait. Did it anyway. Couldn't, did it anyway. Couldn't wait. What about fetishes? There's a fetish that women want to pee and have and are watched while they're peeing. Now, we talked about, Adrian, you cross your legs when you pee. <laughs> yes, I do. And my husband thinks it's the cutest thing ever. He'll be like brushing his teeth. In our in our old house in Bel Air, Jeannie yeah. knows this, we had a glass toilet. So like, oh, yeah. not a gla- like, no. like where the toilet was, it's just all glass. So there was never ever any privacy in that bathroom. That it sounds was just- amazing. The whole thing was glass, right? The shower was glass. Where you use the bathroom is glass. So you're like so, doing legs like this, and then you're peeing. Yeah, you just sit down on the toilet. And oh, okay. You pee. I just. What made my legs. you do that? I've done it since I was a little girl. I have no idea. To me, this is comfortable. <laughs> so I've done it since I was little. I'm and then try it. when my husband and I got together, he just thought he's like that is so, like he just looked at me one day. He's like, you cross your legs when you pee. Like you're sitting on there, like perched, and he's like, that's so cute. But again, that leads to like intimacy. Like we're not weird about things like that. Obviously we've never done number two in that bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like that was the, that was the bathroom in our bedroom and our master bedroom. And if we had to go number two, we'd just go to one of the other bedrooms. Really? So no one ever used the bathroom for number two? Not really. No. Unless somebody wasn't in the house and you were by yourself. Got it. That's incredible. Like how soon does he see you on the toilet? Because I have a whole thing about men are visual. There's certain things they shouldn't see. Being on the toilet is one of them. See, my husband doesn't think being on the toilet is not sexual because, like, peeing to him isn't gross. Like, that's not gross. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, you know, that's, like, intimate, cute. Like, I think there are things that my husband takes real, 
um, not pride, but he finds sexy yeah. that he gets to see me in ways no one else does. Ah, you know, because okay. be- it, it's like seeing special. you with no makeup on. Right. It's yeah. special to him. And he's like, I get to see Adrian in these ways. Like people see her glamorous right. in this way and this way. Yeah. It's there's something very sexy to him about like the intimate ways that he can see me, like, oh, she's peeing. And like, but like no one Nobody else can see, see that. that. That's just me. Oh, yeah. okay. What about if your man pulls out a sex toy? Are you cool with that? But not for you. Yeah. For him. To use I mean, on like him? rings yeah. or vibrating things. That's yeah. totally fine. Totally fine. Like not like put inside of his body. Not my thing. Not no. our thing. Yeah. I'm maybe for other people that's their thing, but sure. that's just not our thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeannie. I'm trying to visualize what you're talking about. You're talking about toys. Like, you know, that, they have cock rings. They have the you vibrating know. ones that vibrate their. Yes. I feel like balls. that should be. I think you should ask him. That. I feel. I feel we're like <laughs> okay, that's his. Okay. his that's okay, his area. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> but um, we're saying you wouldn't be shy about it if uh, he was into it. You're into you're it. Into I'm not it. shy about anything. Like there's no I like deal. But I'm curious. I'm a curious animal. You know, Same. so I like yeah. learning. Yeah, I love that. Now, let me ask you this. You guys are both stepmoms, right? Yes. Would you would you feel comfortable talking about sex with your stepchildren? Is that a line that step parents don't cross? Because I remember when I started dating Mike and we took Oliver to Disneyland and I left them for a minute. I think I went to the bathroom and Oliver was like, where do babies come from? And Mike was like, let's wait till your mother comes back. Like he didn't yeah. know. And he wasn't even a stepdad then if he was, if it was okay for him to talk about that. So would you guys feel comfortable or sharing your experiences? I think once they turn a certain age. Sure. Of course. Like, of course. Like my husband's oldest daughter, Mariah, is going to be 25 this year. Oh, okay. And like, I think there's boundaries and a respect level that also needs to be there. Yeah. You know, because it's her father, like, like it's her father. So there's like a a boundary, like there's a borderline of like what we're going to discuss. Yeah. But I think it's cool to be transparent in a way that like, if you ever had any questions or if you ever wanted to talk to me about anything, I'm here for you. And we don't have to be weird about it. And she's at an age where we can have those conversations. Yeah. And if they're younger than that, um, I, I personally don't think that that's my responsibility. I I think that that's a conversation that their mom needs to have with them. Mm -hmm. And then if it's a conversation that we as co-parents have and say, yeah, this is what we're saying. This is what we're not saying. I think that's important to, to set, to set the tone and the boundaries of what's allowed and what's not allowed. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, Adrian, I know you grew up religious. So did you have any hangups about sex and religion? Because I know for me, my parents were really, you know, religious. And it was almost like, it was almost forbidden, but then it's like, well, how did you have me though? If you didn't have sex. Exactly. So I'm grateful for two things. One, my mom was always pretty transparent with me, even though we never really had conversations about like sex. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember that. Honestly, my first conversation with my mom about sex and sexuality was about her being molested. So that kind of was like, Oh, be very careful. Like, don't sit on men's laps. Like, just like this very, like, she made me very aware of men's, like, sexuality and, like, how that can be. Like, just, I was very aware. With that being said, funny enough, I Mm -hmm. think my church experiences, like, growing up in the church actually made sex 
that much more interesting to me because it was so taboo. I was more interested in sex because it was so like, oh my God, it's not something you're supposed to do or talk about that. It made me be like, what is this? And what are they doing? And how are they doing it? And there was something about uh, people in those uh, positions. Yeah like church positions that I thought, I actually thought it was very sexy. I always thought people like, yeah, I, I thought it was very sexy. Wow. That's my, really interesting. My first boyfriend was one of our youth leaders. So there's oh. that. <laughs> that says I thought a lot. that was. How do you exactly. guys set the mood for a really romantic, sexy night? Mm. How are you doing it? Genie? Genie. How are you dressing up? Are Depends. You... What kind of mood are we having? Are we you having tell me. What, nick, what do you want to do? Nick? Are we doing Let's like... do freak Nick. If we're That's doing Freaknik, um, I'd like to start off early in the day and give him, like, a really sweet, like, note or a mm-hmm. text that, like, we, we like to give each other, like, um, something to look forward to, to tell them, like, you know, I hope you have, wish him a beautiful day, but tell you, like, tonight at 6 p.m., I'm going to need you to come in this color. Yes! This outfit. I love that. Make sure that the theme is this. We might get, I might give like a little clues. He does different things for me. I do different things for him. But like, sure. if there's going to be water involved, I'll tell him to make sure to bring a change of clothes. If wow. there's going to be food involved, I'm going to tell him to bring That's an dope. apron. Like something that just gets your mind tantalized. Like all day long yeah. as you're wondering what might this be, you know? And then I think Please that, write a book. <laughs> That's ah, awesome. That so I love intimacy, you guys. It's, it's actually a dream of mine to... Um, put together like a, a really cool intimacy show. You would kill it. Adrian, how do you set the mood? You did a video recently, didn't yes, you? Yes, on my YouTube, all things Adrian, just talking about, honestly, one of the sexiest things is and I started doing during quarantine prior to my family joining us <laughs> was we do like these late night, like it wasn't just sitting and eating in candlelight. We would cook in candlelight Ooh. and we put on sexy music. I'm talking like you sit someone up, like half naked cooking. Like I, I literally that. would either be like in his t-shirt and like nothing underneath and like sitting up on the Island mm-hmm. or on the counter and like a wine, of, a bottle of wine between my legs mm. and like making out and just oh. like, we had such dope nights like that, but at this point, we're doing like weekend getaways as often as we can. Important. Whether yeah, getting it just as I romantic. Love, yes, going into like cabins, and I just think when there's something to be said about new the anticipation and the expectation. Mm. Yes, when you know you're going on a sexy romantic trip, mm-hmm. you're bringing the sexy lingerie, you're bringing the crotchless panties, the yeah. pearl string thongs, like you're bringing that stuff, and it's expected that at night we're going to like I I like waiting the entire day with that anticipation mm. and of the like expectation yes. of it's absolutely going down. It's almost sometimes I think can be even more sexier than the actual act, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would absolutely. you guys, you're not ready for this, but would you guys ever get a vagina rejuvenation? I know a guy. If I needed it, hell one. yeah. Would you? If I needed it, absolutely. I want that meat locker to look like tight and right. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. Things coming hey, out. Guys, like if a- I gave birth to a 10 pound baby out of my vagina yeah. and it was not back to what it, you, you better believe I'm coming back like a virgin. Like, I'm com- <laughs> like, we, he gonna have to break me in all over again. Okay. And, uh, but I, I would want that. I mean, I would, maybe yeah. not, 
maybe not to the uncomfortable stage, but right. guys, we have to be honest with the reality of childbirth and age and so many yeah. other things. There's totally. women that lose their uh, pelvic floor yes. strength. Like there's so many things. And I think the more honest and the more we normalize these I things, agree. I couldn't agree the more realistic more. men's expectations yeah. will be. And the more realistic yeah. will be about, about what we can do to change it and fix it. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, we're going to get into a little nightcap. This is where I'm going to ask you what type of kiss gets you off. French kiss? Mm, yeah. Yes. I'm into it. Are there options? Yeah. Lizzie kiss? This is when you What's kiss a like a lizard. Like, like outside of the mouth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm into it. A butterfly kiss where you bat your lashes fast. Mm -hmm. You know what a butterfly kiss is. Yeah, I love okay. that. I love that. Um, deep throat. <laughs> You're like, Jeannie's like. I don't. I don't know if I love a deep it's throat not a, kiss. It's, yeah, it's 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 a little aggressive when someone's like, because when you deep throat, that means the whole base of your tongue's got to be. I'm like, not into it. I don't like it's that not, either. Like, and I dated a guy that every aggressive. time he opened his mouth, his tongue would be like down my throat, and I'm like, my God, can't oh, I kiss like that. I don't like that either. No, um, not a my vampire day. kiss. Mm, I like a little bite. Yes. I do too. Yes. I do too. A, li a little bit. Don't get crazy though. <laughs> <laughs> don't break your skin. Right. If but, you're breaking skin, we have a problem. We're done. We are yeah, done with that. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, is there anybody that you were with and now you see them later and it gets your juices? I know you guys are in love with your men, but is there... No, if you yeah. See someone, I'm trying to think. I actually have the opposite. What? I, I actually have seen people that I've been with before and it almost makes me nauseous. Mm. Really? Like almost like like oh my like like what were I don't you even thinking? Know. Not just it's not that they're disgusting or anything. No. It's just like like it makes my skin crawl at the idea of like oh my god, you know what I look like? Like you know, and right. I know, and we that's know. When you know and, you've leveled uh, up. That's when you know Ooh. you've leveled up. Yeah, that's good for feeling. sure. So awkward. That's for great sure. feeling. Yeah, it literally makes my skin crawl. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the uh, podcast. This is where you get to pick who has inspired you, made you laugh this week, who you want to go to bed with is what we call it. So Jeannie, who oh, would you I like to go this. to bed with? Mm. Okay. Well, I'm only picking for your show because right now I'm a newlywed. So you know, yes, that that's the right. one I want no, to go to bed with. Except, it's nothing sexual. It's, right, right. But you know, I'm really impressed with just the poise and the grace and the power of Nancy Pelosi. There's something Ooh, about her. Okay. She just looks, I, 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 I want to talk to her and I want to understand her fearlessness. Like she just, she, she gets the job done. Yeah. She never comes off an emotional person. Not that that's mm -hmm. a bad thing, but she never comes, you know, she never exudes anything that seems yeah. petty or seems, um, yeah. crass or emotional. She just is like curt and to the point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, recently seeing her stand there with Biden and Kamala, I just, there's something about her grace and poise. It's like she knew she knew this was going to happen, and yeah. I just I, I want to learn more about her. So I would say yes, Pelosi. Okay, eight. Man, mine sounds kind of corny. Mine might, mine, might, mine might be corny too. Mine is super corny, but I think it's for where I'm at in my life. Like uh -huh. I think it's for where I'm at. I actually really love following like just not necessarily celebrities, but just people that I love on the gram yeah. Yeah. and their stories and their, their things. So I just the other day was like 
watching Desi Perkins' entire fertility journey. Oh. Because um, we've gone to the same doctors and very similar. I'm like, I know what office she's in. I, You know what I mean? Yeah. And her baby is here now. She had oh. a beautiful baby boy. Oh, that's good. That's and awesome. I'd like to go to bed with her because I think that she deserves a lot more credit than she gets. I think any woman that is so transparent yeah. about their fertility journey, yeah. like I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But I appreciate that the bravery vulnerability oh my god you have to be the courage yeah. the, courage. the bravery that it takes to document that sort of thing share it with people and then yeah. then bring them hope because you've got this beautiful baby boy yeah that's right kudos to every woman out there who has shared their fertility journey yeah. you inspire me and yeah. you give me so much hope well, you know what? And it's going to happen for you. And maybe you don't want to document Thank as you. you're going through it. But once that baby yeah. is born, we want videos, oh, we want pictures, yes. we want sonograms. Yeah. We got everything. Listen, I used to cry to my niece and go, she's a grown up. I used to go, we have so much love to give. I just want a baby. We just have so much yeah. love to give. Oh, and same. when they were born and I was in the throes of like not sleeping, throw up everywhere, you know, just diapers. Oh she my like, gosh. Remember all that love you had to give? <laughs> she goes, remember that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Where's it now? Where's remind me. Yeah. Where's, all where's that it love? now? Where's it now? Where's the where's love? Now? I um, love it. Uh, I think my maybe a little corny like Adrian's, but I'm going to go to bed with Michael Che. And one of my favorite parts of SNL every Saturday, even if I don't watch the whole show, I will go on social media and watch the weekend update. And I think I love him it. and Colin are just the best. And I feel like Michael doesn't get all the kudos that he deserves because he's really great at what he does. And I want to see him more and more and more. So I want to go to bed with Michael Shea. She want to see him, people. She want to see him. Good. She wants to laugh and she that's wants right. a good time. Hey, hey, hey. That's right. You guys tell people where you want them to follow you or what you want to promote. This is your time. Go Jeannie Mike. Oh, you're so Jenkins. Cute. Well, you have to watch The Real. You already know that. Every day on yes. Fox. Do not miss out. You're going to catch all of us and Lonnie Love. And oh my God, the gram is like one of my favorite ways to just like quick. Here it is. And you're great. I can't catch up with Facebook. Twitter scares me. It's just like too much. <laughs> and honestly, my YouTube series, Hello Honey, and my podcast, Listen Honey, is where you can get deep dark conversations we can like get it. all the grit and just like sit and, and stew in it love so it. great so love great it. adrian you can find me on instagram at adrian by loan my maiden last name because some uh hairstylist in pennsylvania has adrian houghton and she won't give it to me no way yeah it's real life so um it's adrian <laughs> by loan my maiden last name and I have a YouTube channel as well called All Things Adrian. And I have a jewelry line called XIXI and a fashion line called La Voot. So check them both out. And Yay. yeah, just super excited. Again, me and my girls every day, every weekday on Fox The Real. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And you can help support us by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. The After Party continues on my Instagram, at Garcelle, and on my Twitter, at Garcelle B. And you can now watch our full episodes on YouTube. Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Audio Up, and Beauvais Wilson Productions, distributed by Audio Up. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson, hosted by Garcelle Beauvais. Executive Producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, 
Lisa L. Wilson, Sam Winter, and Crystal Liney. Co-executive producers, Cindy Levinson, Emu Zhu, associate producer, Taz Beckford. Music from Extreme Music. The show was edited and mixed by Jeremiah Zimmerman. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.